your, get your girl Creole. Let's go, get your girl Creole. Is she born retro? Is she born retro? Is she, is she, she, she born? Is she born? Is she born retro? What's up, y'all? This is your boy Retro. And this is your girl Creole, and we're back with another episode of All uh, But, but yeah. yeah. We in the building, you hear me? Look, I'm telling y'all, I know y'all like, man, what happened to the consistency and everything? I said, look, I'm working a new schedule, Creole working a new schedule, and that's his life right now until we get some, some you know, sponsors or other, ignore that, you guys. Creole still got a house home. We do. <laughs> um, and I do not know that number. I do. You? Yeah. I know, I'm a, I'm I know a, about her. I'm going to get it from you and put it in my phone. Okay. But um, so, yeah, so just bear with us. Like I said, we're going to try um give you as much content, excuse me, when we can and as soon as we can. So, any remarks? No, nah, we're just trying to work it out. We appreciate y'all we're sticking around. Out. So, um, I think we banned in India again. Why you say that? Because we haven't had many Indian people uh, from India listening in mm. like they used to. Well, that's like a big reason our numbers are down. You can't just depend on India then. Although we thank you guys in India, but obviously, you know, y'all feel US some kind listeners of way. have been going up though. That's good. Well, if you guys feel some kind of way, whatnot, that's on y'all, but. We still love you, India. We still we still here for y'all. But, but anyway, so we're gonna get into the mix of things. And um oh, and we're gonna have some exciting news to tell you at the end of the podcast. I'm excited. I don't know so much Creole is gonna be excited, but she's gonna be excited. So I mean, clearly, if it's what I think it is, clearly I'm excited if I told y'all I was gonna do it. Okay, now yeah. well, we'll mention that at the end of the podcast. But anyway, like I say, it is What's today? Thursday? Today is Thursday. Thursday is October. Halloween is coming up, you guys. Uh, me and Creole, we just celebrated our one-year engagement. We went to, um, and shout out to uh, Keely for coming with us to celebrate. We went to a restaurant called Fleming's. And, you know, I, I like steak and... You know, during the process of dating Creole, I caught myself going to like this fancy place. So uh, it was off of Aretha. It was on Aretha Castle Hill. Eh? Yeah. Obviously, the place not even open anymore. Yeah, no. And, you know, I'm like, OK, this looks fancy. You know, let me take her hair, you know, just do something different. You know, sometimes you want to splurge a little. She waste of time. And money. And money. So I was like, I'm a. Uh, our engagement anniversary I'm going to I said, let's, let's go to Chop House because her sister and her husband went they, they are, they are big steak, steak eaters yeah I'm not but like I said I'm not, I'm not saying I don't hate steak no 
Yeah, but like I say, I'm not like a big steak eater, but right. I eat steak when no, I got a taste I'm, for but it. But I'm saying like I trust their opinion because they are steak they are eater. steak eaters. Right. So I went ahead and um uh, my uh best friend Cam Relic, he was like, uh, it's okay, man, but you you be paying like go to Flemings, go to Flemings. I said, All right. So I changed the reservation for Flemings. Now, I never been. I heard stories of it. You know, other people are like, man, go to Root Chris and that. I know I heard of Root Chris. But like I said, you know, me, Longhorns, I'm fine with Longhorns. I'm very much fine with Longhorns. But I will tell you this Longhorns and Flemings, there is a difference. Yeah. yeah. It's not to where it's, it's, it's not like a dramatic difference to where it's like, uh, Longhorns taste ter- terrible. No, but, but you, you do definitely know that the like Fleming's, yeah, Fleming's probably like, uh, well, they do not cure it, but you know, they, they, they age it. Yeah. And all that, and, you know, you know, all those things and make their own. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, I'm like, all right, whatever. So we get there. And of course, Creole, she's being the cheapo that she is. She's looking at the prices, you know. I got a mid-price date. You were? I got a mid-price date. It wasn't the cheapest one. None of it. There's no such thing cheap on that menu. That's well, I mean, there's I'm no saying. such thing as cheap, you but I didn't, for I didn't get, the, I didn't get for. the cheapest steak. Right, but she was looking for it. She was looking for it. So um, what did you get? Bone and ribeye? No, I think it was just a regular. It was a boneless ribeye. Boneless ribeye. Okay, I got the New York. It was uh, fourteen strip. ounces though. It was a big ass steak. Yeah, and I got a New York strip, and that thing was that was a nice size New York strip. Better than with lobster on top with lobster and crab, huh? Yeah. And now that I think about it, you remember you got that New York strip from that restaurant in Odessa, and the thing was like that. But I don't even remind me. I was so pissed at that whole order because we got like, somebody else's salad. Yeah, it was all messed up. There was shit missing. Like but we didn't if, get the rolls. If that's what what I had at Femmes, if that's supposed to be, if that's a New York strip, I'm down with that. Yeah. I can rock with that. Because me, I like a T-bone. But the T-bone is, the New York strip is part of the T-bone. But they don't have T-bones there. I do want to go, if we ever get a chance on a Tuesday, and try that tomahawk. I heard that thing crucial. Yeah, but you you gotta like share the tomahawk. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So anyway, but um, so yeah, so um, yeah, I got I got the with the lobster. I say, well, look, if, if I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna go out. So I got a lobster tail. I got the little crab meat on top of the steak. I got a loaded baked potato. She got you had got mushrooms and onions and well no uh, I didn't have no onions it was just it was mushrooms just, it was just straight mushrooms, oh, well, it, was mushrooms. Just, it was just different types of mushrooms and I had got um mac and cheese mac and cheese and we tore that up wow enough to where I had to bring some home and mind you man I rewarmed that stuff from the next day it still was good uh, I was gonna ask you it was still on point like uh, the mac and cheese and all that too because I had gave you the rest of my mac and cheese it was. St- Still on point. I was like, Lord. I was like, yeah, your daddy, huh? He ain't getting that. You ain't getting no. You hasn't left over Longhorns. You ain't getting no leftover Flemings. No, get out of here. No, no. So, um. You don't even get leftover Longhorns because I eat my whole steak. Yeah. So we, um. 
So like I say, we had wine. We, we did know, have wine. We had wine, which was good. Um, I had some tart ass lemonade. Uh, <laughs> it was all good. It was a good time. I had fun. And um, when the bill came out, um, we contemplated dining and dashing for a brief minute. She no, not in Metairie. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was four hundred. It was four hundred, but that was for that was for four meals. For four meals, because Katie had ordered something for uh, Dennis, right? So you probably looking at like I say about two hundred. Two and some change. Yeah. Two and some change, which wasn't bad. It was worth it. I enjoyed it. Is it something I would do every month? No, absolutely not. And I know people who try to do that. Right. No. I say no. Like I know people I've I've seen like posts was like, oh I'm at Fleming's. I used at Fleming's last week. Yeah, no. Can't do it. I'm not counting. And the corn. I had um calamari. No, not calamari, caviar. I didn't even know it. I just thought it was um What was the caviar on? It was on the lobster. Really? The little round black little specks. Uh-huh. I thought that was like pepper. Peppercorn? Yeah. That was count that was uh caviar. Hmm. hmm. Fancy. Yeah, go figure. So yeah, so we had that going on early in the month, and now we're getting towards the end of the month, and it's Halloween. Early That's, in the month, that was literally last week. Almost towards the end of the month. Sure. All right then. So now we get towards the end of the month, and this is one of Creole's favorite holidays, Halloween. Um, she is working on her costume. And hopefully, I don't see why your sister, your sister should be in the clear by that time. For the like I said, my ass. Because it might yeah. it might be hindering them planning it and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm going to check with her. What is the plan? Costumes? Look, they want to they have a whole full-blown like party party to break in their house. So I mean, I'm not DJing, so it ain't going to really be a party party anyway. So... <laughs> This is going to be a party. The only reason you're not DJing is because they knew you were working. Right. So, but anyway, hopefully they still have the Halloween party. Because, like I said, I'm ready. I like to see your costume once it's be pieced together and everything. Yeah, hopefully. Because I bought the fabric last year, but you know COVID. Right. Messed up everything. <laughs> Somebody go see my goddamn costume. Somebody. <laughs> and I don't care. I'm driving around the neighborhood. Just jump out the car and say, trick or treat. But, um, so yeah. I'm so not you, even off Halloween night. That's the thing. Right. <laughs> Gotta work Halloween Halloween night. is on Sunday, right? Halloween is on Sunday. And that's my next weekend is my first weekend <sighs> solo dolo working that shift. So. Man, you got it. <laughs> You got, you got. What it ain't so mean? much of me got, like having it is the fact that I ain't gonna be able to enjoy Halloween. That's all I'm worried about. I know, I know, I got it. <laughs> That's why they leaving me. Oh, boy. I was supposed to still be training, and they turn around. I was like, Nah, we think you're fine. Sure. We don't get into that. We're gonna leave work at work, but um. <laughs> I'm looking at the list and um I don't know where I want to jump in. I guess we could jump in um you know what fuck it. We're gonna go on the music rant. And we're gonna start with the whole Omarion versus Bow Wow shit. Yeah. 
Now that's your realm, so you gotta. Oh, I gotta. I, break it I down. thought you was I, since that was where you wanted to start. I thought you was going to do the lead. Nah, this you just look. I told you. Like you, I think they like I think they're straight now, but so <clears throat> so <laughs> so of course the Millennium Tour, the second Millennium Tour has resumed. You know because it got held up because of COVID and things like that. So it resumed, and um, this time around, I believe Pretty Ricky is back. Um, Maybe, but they added Bow Wow. They added Bow Wow, and and it's Omarion minus B two K because, of course, like the the issues between Omarion and Fizz messing around with his baby mama. Um, so Omarion and Bow Wow, at least to everyone's understanding, they're co-headlining the tour. Along with also having Sammy, Pretty Ricky. Um, Who named first? Bow Wow I think or Maria? Bow Wow. All right. So, and Bow Wow started the screen tour, but we'll get to that. So, they're on tour, and one of the one of the arenas they were going to had posted, "Oh, it's been almost twenty years since Bow Wow first." Uh, Performed on stage here, and now he's coming back. Um, with he's coming back with Omarion and blah 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 for the Millennium Tour, like this week. And, and somebody so, felt some kind of way about. Apparently, that. Omarion felt some type of way, and with his now new inflated ego, I don't know if it's a new inflated ego. I think he's always had it, man. And so, I mean, it's it's lead singer syndrome, and so. Omarion, for whatever reason, decides to respond to the post and goes, actually, he's coming with me. But, you know, it's all good. And so it was like, wait, why? Why Why did you have to respond anyway? So then, of course, Bow Wow was like, man. I, so, of course, Bow Wow goes on his rant talking about, man, I started this and this wouldn't be and people coming to see me and blah, 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 and all this stuff like that. Which is the Nobody truth. Nobody come see you, Otis. Because Omarion. Like, but because let's be honest, Wait, like what about all real name? Huh? Shot Moss. Shot Moss. Nobody come see you, Omarion. They come see Shot Moss. Right. Bow Wizzle. But I mean, it's but it's the truth. Like Bow Wow, Bow Wow was the start of this. Bow Wow was Bow Wow was before Omarion. Mm. Sammy was be was before Omarion. Yes, Omarion, nigga, you was B2K. You was with B2K, then you was Omarion, okay? So he's going on tour as a solo artist, which is fine, but like, let's be real. Omarion don't have that many hits to be carrying you a tour. You ain't got that many bops. Oh, I'm sorry. And so Omarion's kind of been out on this high horse thing that he is like bigger than what he really is. So, of course, like- My nigga think he's going to go against Chris Brown on yeah, Versus. we'll get to that too. So, you know, Marion and Bow was kind of going back and forth because Bow was like, man, they come to see me. We about to hit Atlanta. I'm about to show y'all or whatever like that, which is the truth because I know Atlanta probably held him down concert wise, like for real. Oh, and Lloyd's on the tour too. And so you already know Atlanta was going crazy for Lloyd, was going crazy for Lloyd and Bow Wow. So, oh, yeah. Most deaf. So then, like, no pun intended. Spec from Pretty Ricky decide he want to jump in, and Bow Wow's like, "This ain't about you," which is the truth. It's not about you. And Bow Wow flat out told me, "It's like y'all have never headlined a tour, so don't go there. Don't get me wrong. Don't now, jump in. Y'all have never I headlined a tour. Though, hold up. 
Now they haven't, you're right, Pretty Rick never headlined tour. But I ain't gonna lie. The Blue Star album was a fire no, album. And I don't take that away from them. But they, but Bow Wow was right to say this ain't about you. Right, Trying to stay right. out of it. This is between me and him. Right, I know, but I just wanted to put that in that the No, Pretty Ricky. Yeah, Blue Star album. Yeah, I was bumping that shit. And, you and look, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you this about the first Millennium Tour, because I went, I went to the first one when it came down here. And that one had uh B2K, of course, B2K was a headliner. And then they had Pretty Ricky, Bobby Valentino, Chingy. I think they might have had too many on that one because they didn't get to really get into the thick of things. But they also had Mario. And to be honest with you, as much as I love B2K back in the day, I probably enjoyed Mario more. Because Mario probably had more hits. And the thing, the thing that kind of sucked about B2K was... Yeah, they did their song, some of their songs together, and they definitely could have did a lot more of their songs together. But Omarion wanted to have his own solo set, and so Omarion did his solo set, and it's like, yeah, he did touch, he did icebox, he did oh, but then he started like pulling some of these other songs that nobody had really listened to, and it, I mean, there was no point in him to do um post to be because he didn't have Chris Brown or um Janae with him, right. which he brought out Janae. Well, in LA, because apparently, like the LA one was like real lit because Bow Wow brought out Chris Brown and then um, Omarion brought out Janae. And I don't see why Chris Brown didn't do um, which one called either, uh, supposed to be. I'm pretty sure he did. But of course, when he first came out, he was out with Bow Wow for, um, I forgot what song they did. But anyway, so that was like a big deal in LA. So, but Omarion like did his own like set at the first one. It was just like, okay, he was like singing these songs and everybody's like, oh, I don't know what the fuck this is. Yeah, I don't know that song. You know, bring B2K back, like bring the rest of B2K back out so we can like get back into like the bum, jams. Bum, bum. <laughs> and so, you know, we were discussing like Omarion having sli- having a slightly inflated ego about himself now because now he's like, yeah, I can carry the two of them myself and all this stuff like that. No, I'm the can't. boss man and all this stuff. And I really think um, me and Chris Brown doing a versus would be great. And everybody's like, no, it's not. You don't have 20 hits. You don't have 20 hits, period. No matter who you go up against, you don't have 20 hits. You don't. You ain't got the hits. You ain't got the footwork with all this dancing. Trying to act like you a bad dancer. Go sit your ass now. So it's like, cause I mean, let's go, let's go through it. Omarion has O. O. Touch. Touch. Icebox. Icebox, which I prefer to remix with Usher. And um, exactly. So yeah. <laughs> and then he has supposed to be, which the is hottest that, verse on there is from Janae. Right. So, <laughs> guy in like groceries. Oh. Like Janae yeah. shitting on him and Chris Brown on the verse. And the only reason that song was popping because of that. Yeah. So, he got signed to Maybach Music. We barely heard anything from him after that. Like, I think Post to Be was like the only hit he had with when no, he was signed no. with Rick Ross. He, him and Rick Ross did a song together. Okay. But that just let you know I can't remember. Thank you. So, but they had a song they did together. Thank you. So, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying Omarion's not talented, okay? No. But he also has to, like, I really think his inflated ego 
Oh, it's Lord. gonna get it's getting him in like a lot of trouble because it's making everybody go, nigga, you corny. Like we were in your because a lot of people jumped in his corner, especially these like Gen Zers who don't really know him. Had her, were like quickly jumped in his corner with the whole like Fizz dating his ex thing and like oh he's this unbothered king and all that stuff like that. It's like this dude has an inflated fucking ego. Like he really told himself I'm gonna go on tour without B2K and. I'm better than like my career is better than Bow Wow, which is not no. true. Like, because no. let's be real, Bow Wow was the one that put B2K on because Bow Wow had the Scream tour first Thank back you. in the day. Bow Wow had the Scream tour first, and then he brought B2K along. And then when Bow Wow took a break, that's when B2K started headlining the Scream tour. That's be, you know what, sister, we want to talk about talk about and Scream, Bow Wow. And then Scream tour fell apart once Omarion went solo. I think they did like one one tour, and then that was it. Look, man, you can't compare my um. Look, oh, no, you can't compare yourself against Bow Wow. Okay, Bow Wow got hits. Bow Wow even got more movie hits than you got. Facts. You hear me? I could probably name a couple artists from his time that I would probably listen to their music more or give them more credit than him. And Bow Wow, I mean, um, Mario and Lloyd are two of them, right? Right. Like they are two, they are two R and B artists from that same era that I think don't get as much credit and don't get their flowers like they should. Oh man! Like I wish Mario put out better music. Like Sammy, I think he needs. Uh, that goes back to like producers. Yeah, it goes back to producers. But Mario has the far more superior voice. I feel. Like you did say, it, you could tell that he had some growth since when he first came out. Well, I mean, all of them voices have changed well, yeah. into adulthood. I mean, because we're talking about, we're we're also talking about artists that came on the scene when they were 16. Or like Sammy came out when he was, what, 12? Yeah. You know? So, definitely. of course, their voices have matured. But I mean, we got to hear Sammy's, Sammy's new voice on, um, on the... Um, Songs mixtape. It was on uh, Anticipation 2, I think. Boy, Sam, we don't even look the same, boy. He don't. Well, I mean, you still see it, but he got like all that facial hair and he's buffing yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, man. Look at Sam, boy. Yeah, no, he's another one. But he has that song. But he has that song, um, Not My Girl or whatever on Trey Songs. I think it's Anticipation 2. We need better songwriters out here. I think that's another thing. Yeah. Cause Omar, Mario Mario songs, he's good lyrically. The music don't be hidden. Like the beat that he's singing to don't be hidden, right. or it doesn't match his voice and his vibe. Like I think sometimes he be trying to like force a certain feel, and he has to learn where his pocket is. Cause there's nothing wrong with staying in an, in your pocket in your lane or whatever. Like you don't have to be. You don't have to be somebody else. You can be in your pocket and have your sound. Right. Most and I absolutely. feel like that's where Mario kind of struggles at is that he has to be like, instead of like trying to do all the popular stuff, he needs to be in his pocket. And just like Sammy's in his pocket and Omarion's in his pocket. But I mean, as far as like when we start talking about like R&B artists, like Omarion, oh, come on, it's Especially like recent <laughs> top 10 or even if you like go back and be like early 2000s, Omarion oh, is not in your top five. No, 
No, he's not. Mariana's not in your top five. Like I say, you're doing too much, bro. You're doing too he's much. He's doing the most. And now people are clowning him with the with the Omarion challenge because they found that old video of him like trying to dance at some festival. And of course he's t- he's letting that gas him up because yeah, cause y'all, cause with the dance and he did it at the tour. And I was like, we're clowning you because it wasn't a good day. Right. He, we're clowning good. you because you told yourself that you was gonna be able to compete with Chris Brown. And we're like, you did this corny shit. Like, because yeah, there's he, also he artists grabs in the castle. Because this also kind of goes to like what I say about Britney Spears and people talking about like these awkward videos that she was doing of her dancing. Because it's like, oh, Britney Spears was this great dancer. And it's like, yeah, with a choreographer. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of the same thing with Omarion. It's like, yeah, he was a great dancer with a choreographer. With a team. Like, he can't freestyle dance. Like, if we put him and Chris Brown in a circle and told him to dance against each other, it would probably look more like uh, the No Guidance video with Chris Brown versus Drake. (laughs) So... It's just, you know, and you don't, you hate to be like, you got to knock him off his high horse. But I mean, his ego is like inflated to the point of it's going to affect his career and who he works with. And if he works with anybody, because you can't, you have to be humble. You, you have to be, you can't walk around with this, this mindset of I'm the greatest and everything I touch turns to gold when it doesn't. So... Um, quick question, sidebar. Really want to know, can't get, like, the food. Are you going to, he goes and work for four. Would it be done before four? Today? Yeah. Um, yeah, I could probably get it done before four. Yeah. Okay. Well, you going to try to come scoop it up here? Yeah. Okay. If I start cooking right after this, we should be good. All right. Sorry, you guys. We're doing meal preps. Still trying to lose that weight. So. Speaking of food, our food's here. So oh, okay. you can jump to the next topic. Go right ahead. <laughs> uh, I was saying you can jump to the next topic. No, I am. <laughs> jump to the next topic. I am. Let me finish this. Oh. So anyway, you guys. So since we talk about people doing the most, um Creo told me that a lot of people are talking about Chloe Chloe Bailey. Um she was performing, she showed me a video of her doing performance, and it was like, oh, she's doing too much. She's doing too much. And I'm like, now the performance, I don't see her doing too much. I see her who what she is. She's an artist and she's performing. Therefore, she's doing what she's supposed to do. Um, but I guess the new generation of listeners or so-called music lovers, they're like, oh, you she's mm-mm. doing too much. She's doing too much. I'm like, what? what's too much? She's influenced by Beyonce. They were discovered by Beyonce. So you also got to remember that. So if her mentor is Beyonce, yeah, you're going to get a Beyonce vibe from her. Like, y'all have no problem when Beyonce is doing that same stuff at every but I tour guess they feel, but I for guess $1,000 a ticket. But I guess they feel only Beyonce should be able to do that. No, because Beyonce took took her um 
her moves and stuff like that from Tina Turner. Mm. You say that. You say that. That she did. But like I said, it, but this it, new the problem is this new generation is not used to performers. No, they're not. They're not used to performers. Well, Chris Brown's still doing these tired ass moves, and Omarion doing this, and no, no, Chloe no, no, Bailey's don't, doing don't too bring much. Up I'm just saying, but Chloe Bailey's doing doing too much on stage, and Normani do, trying to do all this dance, and we don't want to see all that. It was like, no, y'all not used to people performing and giving y'all a show. Like I can only imagine like how this generation would be like seeing James Brown. Oh man, he got all them the musicians and all these 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 breakdowns no, they used, and, they used to and go his to dancing these shows, and stuff. Recording the artists and then singing the rap lyrics along with them. That's what they do. That's what they used to. They used to they used to like the recorded the whole thing being recorded, them lip syncing, and the whole time they just sitting up there like letting them rap their lyrics or sing their lyrics. Well, not even sing their lyrics because most of the rappers like just rap their lyrics while they hold the mic out. They don't do nothing. They don't move nothing. They don't wear no kind of, um, I'm not saying you have to wear a costume on stage, but no kind of fashion on stage. None of that. Yeah, they, they just there. They used to do, you know, um, you know, wardrobe changes and stuff. Yeah. And just, you know, like y'all not, y'all not used they to have sets. Yes. Sets. And they don't know nothing about that either. Now they like, just come on the stage and and then a lot of these rappers are charging way more than the ones who are giving actual performances. <laughs> like I'm not going to a concert where you charging me 150 dollars for a decent ticket, not even the best ticket, I think, but 150 dollars for a decent ticket, and the whole time I gotta rap your lyrics. I don't think so. I think they said. I think it was. I think. I think it was a cash money or maybe it was a no limit concert. One of those said they had a a plane come up over the crowd and somebody was throwing money or something. It, it, was, it was a one of them. I remember Drake had like an inflatable like plane or whatever, like yeah. it's flying around his. And like that was for the. I know cash money used to put on shows for their concert. That was when he toured for the Scorpion album. Because Monique went and and his whole set was like in the round, which is different, which if y'all don't know what in the round means, it's like a a theater term of like in the round means like the stage is in the middle and everybody's around. Because if you if you go into a concert, you know, they cut off like a third of the arena to set up the stage on one end and then everybody's from that point on back in the audience. But if I'm not mistaken, Drake's um, tour was in the round where the stage was in the middle of the arena. And so they, you, everybody had pretty much the same view of the stage and the stage lit up and all this. There was like actual theatrics to it because you, you do want visuals with the performer and to enjoy and, you know, the, you know, the fact that possibly they may bring an artist, a local artist on stage. And you do, you do want all of that. I mean, granted, that's not for every artist, no. but also that goes with how every artist is different. Going back to like being in your lane and stuff like that, because with R&B, you know, with hip hop, you have just like you have rap, you have hip hop, you have gangster rap, you have trap. You have different types of those, just like you, with R and B. You have the more 
closer to poppy feel. You have more of a party feel. You have more of a R&B crooner type feel where right. you can just, you know, crooners will just stand behind a mic and give you something. But crooners, because they don't dance, give you voice. We don't dance no more. We don't dance no You know? And well, that's yeah. what makes it different. Crooners and Sha- like, Shade don't soul. have to, Shade don't have to perform because Shade voice, she, yeah. like you say, she put you in that vibe, like sit right. your ass down, listen to me. And you're like. Because, yeah, because they can sing, they can stand there and sing and hold you, but they're singing. They're not making you sing their song. Right. They're sitting up there putting their soul out to you. So they don't need too many visuals, but they still have visuals. Like Sade's will still have a screen behind her oh, yeah. with the water and the fields and sun oh, and, you know, all these things like that, you know. But that's the difference. But, like, I feel like this generation has gotten so used to these artists giving absolutely nothing to them for all of this ridiculous amount of money that now they're looking at these artists like Normani and Chloe Bailey who are inspired by the artists of our time or a little bit before that who used to actually perform. And so now they want to dance because um, Normani is more is more of a... um an Aaliyah vibe, especially with this most recent um, video and song. Right, right. And, of course, Chloe Bailey has more of like a Beyonce feel because, of course, she's mentored by Beyonce. So, of course, Beyonce is going to make sure she's going to give a performance. Right. And now you got all these people, she's doing entirely too much. She crawling on the floor and she's singing and she's belting and she's this and she... Y'all used to these people giving y'all absolutely nothing to the point where now... Actual performances are too much. And that's crazy. It's like, oh, I went to this concert. They had pyrotechnics. and they had That's what a concert is. That's what you're paying for. You're paying right. for a show. I'm not paying you $150 to rap your song to you. To inflate your ego that we know your song. But you know what? And let's go into the next topic. Um, is MTV folk? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is MTV fault because MTV had a responsibility to do what it with the damn channel name MTV stood for music, music television. television. And there was a time, you kids, that it was like 24 hours of just music, music videos. videos. Mm-hmm. And then you had shows about music videos. And about the music artists. And how the how the whole process was done. Yep. Then you have VH1 who had documentaries about artists. Yeah. So now And VH1 used to be that way. I mean not VH1. Um in um um E. E used to yep. be strictly entertainment. It's it's become more reality than anything, but it used to be entertainment news. It used to be entertainment documentaries, entertainment um new, you know. Background stuff, like you said, and they fell off of that before this quote unquote boom of reality TV. Like you said, you had your primetime, daytime TV shows, you know, Cosby's fucking Family Matters, Sabrina Teenage, with stuff like that. You had stuff like that, and then you had, you know, MTV. And VH1, but mainly MTV. 
Now, MTV eventually they started to do a little reality TV. But it wasn't that much. But it wasn't crazy. It, it was, was a, real world. It was literally just to fill the prime time spot. Right. Because it, because real because all you had was real world and road rules. rules. And they filled the prime time slot and then we'll go right back to music. That's it. And that was fine. I enjoyed that. And I enjoy some of the other little side things like um, Daria, Beavis and Butterhead. Yeah, those things. And um, what was that one? We were just talking about it. There was the scary, it was scary, fear. Yeah. MTV fear. We, and I enjoy those too. But then it started when it became saturated to where, you know, I used to, I used to wait till spring break came by and Oh my MTV God. Yeah. The MTV would, spring break. Was spring and break. then they eventually had winter break too. Yep. They, yep. They surely did. And they would, they would go out there and they would set and, up a and stage. And BET had their and, version and too called spring break. artists to come perform and everything, man. It was a time where, where like you said, like. Everything I, was music based. It was music based and it was, and it kept you up to date. On stuff like I don't know, I don't be knowing when artists drop stuff unless, like you say, unless unless I'm finding Instagram or the Twitter or whatever. Right. But there was a time where the music industry was was MTV was just MTV was, MTV was a plug for the music MTV industry. backed the music industry most definitely and it drove it helped drive the music industry most definitely because it was like we're gonna play your music videos, we're gonna debut your music videos, uh, we're gonna have um. We're going to have um, making the videos so people people can see how you make the video. Yeah, you come promote it on TRL. You know, you come promote your album on TRL. We'll have episodes of Diary so people can see your creative process. And because that was a show, you know, Diary was a show. And, you know, where they followed. Because I I remember watching the one where they followed Usher when, um, when he was releasing Confessions. And they were there when he found out that it sold a million copies in one week. You know, which was like, back then it was like, oh my God, his album went platinum in one week. Not a lot of these albums don't barely go gold in six months. And... That, that was MTV. That was MTV. And then VH1 had music videos. A lot of it was throwback music videos, though. And they had Behind the Music, which was like the music documentaries, which was how we found out about TLC. You know, how exactly TLC ended up broke after selling right. 10 million copies of Crazy Sexy Cool. And they got to explain that. And we got to learn about um, how Neo came up and how Jay-Z came up and how Destiny's Child came up and you know, all these documentaries and things like that, that I'm pretty sure is why we have a lot of artists now who are going independent and stuff like that because, and, and didn't go broke. Like they didn't blow their money because they saw all these stories of the ones that did blow their money and go broke and was scrounging. And, you know, they got to learn from it because we had all of this background information and got to learn more about these artists and things like that. And then also, you know, they got to promote their stuff more. Like I get that, you know, with streaming and stuff like that, they get less off of their songs and their albums and stuff. But I mean, it's also because they don't get to promote their stuff anymore. There's no excitement for the latest music video. Just like just the other day. Remember I was watching, um, no guidance. Right. And dad was like, I didn't I didn't really know they made music videos. I was like, you gotta go to YouTube to to find it. I was like, there's a bunch of them I didn't know there was music videos for because they don't play on TV anymore. MTV, if you come across this podcast, whoever running that shit, 
Get the fuck out of the way and let us come up in there and and, and bring. Well, I mean, they briefly to tried to bring bring back TRL, but it just felt so out of place because the rest of the channel doesn't play anything. Exactly. So like one hour of playing snippets of music videos didn't hold. Yeah, because it doesn't make sense anymore. Because DC Young Fly was one of the hosts of it when they tried to bring it back, but it it felt so out of place because the rest of the channel was not that anymore. That to have this one hour of playing music videos and not even playing the whole music video because you have to still have time for interviews and all this stuff like that. It felt out of place. So it didn't stick because it was just this random music video show for an hour now. Yeah, no. Um, MTV, you, like I say. MTV dropped the ball. BET is struggling with the music thing because the, the hip hop awards ain't hitting on nothing nope. to the point where they have to bring back Rap City. To try to get people but you see, as that was a, a lead time thing. Yeah, I thought it was and gonna see, be I thought it was gonna be the return because I was like, bro, a lot of these rappers not gonna survive. For real. For real. And that's a sad and that's a sad thing. And that's what I'm saying. Shows like that, those was those shows. It forced you to prove you were an artist. Raps and prove you were good. Yo MTV raps, uh 106th in Park, TR shows like that. Those are those were the staples of those. That was how you got your career started, and exactly. that's how you made sure you kept your career going. Exactly. Like that was part of your promotional process, and that's where you get checked. at. it was and where nobody, you got checked, and nobody there is no there's, check. There's no check. No you artists know, are getting checked know, by nothing. Do you know how many of these rappers these days would not exist if they had to go in the booth on Rap City and actually rap? Now, some people be like, oh, well, well, and some people may feel like, well, you know, it's art and you should be able to freely express yourself. In it. No, okay, if you trash, but, you trash. But my thing is this, you know, I, I'm i not, you You have the Mona Lisa up there and you're going to let somebody hang finger fucking paint in front of that shit? Talk about this is the new generation? Right. Fuck no. The booth would... I was really hoping Rap City was coming back, period. Got a because, the, because the booth would have the booth would have ended so many what? of these careers, but also probably Shit. launched a lot of careers for people we probably should actually be listening to and should actually get the promotion they deserve. I agree. I agree. Like I said. The purpose of those shows was to check. To it checked check, people. Check the people. Check the artists. Like say you have free interview interviews. AJ interviews let you interviews let you know. <coughs> oh Lord. Interviews let you know if the person had a decent head on their shoulders. Exactly. Okay. If they were humble, if they were assholes. You know, like live performances on on shows and stuff like that let you know. If they were if they were about anything or any type the type of entertainment value anything, man, look even here locally, man, slam it or jam it. We need to bring that shit back. <laughs> Who you telling? man, a lot of these songs, as much as these like Gen Zers and stuff, like eventually because there's a lot of these songs that it takes a long time for it to take. Man, slam it or jam it didn't give you that chance. Slam and the Jamming was very much like we're debuting this song. You let us know if you if you like it or slam not. It or jam. Slam it, slam it meant you didn't like it. Jamming meant 
Yeah, you want to hear it again. And yeah. so it was a first impression type thing. And guess what? If it got slammed that night, it was not getting played ever again on the radio. There was mm. no, there was no making it an earwig on TikTok. Nope. And oh, I think I like this song now. No. Slamming nope. a jam it meant it had to hit as soon as it came on. And that's also the thing, too, because artists don't have to do that. Be like, oh, well. Well, uh, well, you know, so-and-so song gained traction. Back in the day, that song had to hit as soon as it came on. That's it, baby. You had three minutes to prove that this song was good. If it, if people liked it, it got jammed, it started playing, it, it would get start playing on the radio the next week. If it got slammed, you didn't hear that song no more. And it just is what it is. And guess what? Here, slamming a jam, it slammed a bunch of songs from national artists because slamming the jamming was not a local artist thing. They were premiering songs from local artists too, but it, they also were premiering songs from national artists. And I had heard some songs by like Nelly and Ludacris and people like that who were hot where this one song just really just didn't hit. At least it didn't hit down here and it got slammed. And that's just what it was. And there's a lot of songs today. It would not survive slamming the jamming. Hell no. Hell no. Shout out to the to the radio DJs out there. That was back when Huawei trying. had the night slot. Hey, are you what's your name? You're on the radio with your boy Huawei. It's a nine o'clock props zone. Tell me where you calling from. Uh, yo, I'm calling from that West thing. You know what it is? Yeah. And you remember they used to they used to um get embarrassed too. Oh yeah. Hit with that straight toilet flush. Trash got it. Yep. Because you wasn't allowed to cuss. Couldn't cuss. You couldn't cuss. And then people voted on you too. Like, oh man, I like so-and-so. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. They didn't bring that back. That was fire. Mm-hmm. Like I say, you got to... There's no feel... check. There's no checks. Yeah, there's, there's no, no checks. There's no, there's no gate. And you hate to make you call it like gatekeepers, but there's, we do kind of need gatekeepers again. If you appreciate the art, if you appreciate the craft, man, this shit, what they call hip-hop ain't hip-hop. Yeah, out of here, we man. Need, we need all these different gatekeepers again. We need to start making these artists prove that they're talented. <sighs> that they have what it takes to last. Terrible, bro. Terrible. But since we're talking about artists and, you know, good music, Adele stink ass. <laughs> Why you mad at Adele? So this album called 30? 30. All these fucking numbers. Her stink ass finally. Uh, well, actually, she know when the, when the album going to drop or she know? Uh, soon. I know she dropped a single. Soon, soon, soon. Recently. Um, no. Because I saw the advertisement that you can get it on cassette. Yeah. Uh, then you got to buy a fucking $200 cassette player. <laughs> so man, if you don't go to the Goodwill and go buy an old one, if you can find one. Oh no, why am I looking on here? Because I have it pre-saved, so it's coming out soon. So Dell stink ass finally dropping her shit, and Bruno Mars stink ass announces his shit is in November, though, right? Huh? Bruno's. Yes, Bruno is definitely November twelve. That's why I thought so. It's November. T- his is coming out November twelfth. Um, hold on, because I have I have both of those albums pre saved. Um, on my iTunes. 
Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to both of those albums. Um, okay, so Adele's uh, coming out. So yeah, Bruno's coming out on the 12th. So uh-huh. That's going to be the 12th of November. And then the very next week is going to be Adele's 30. Okay, so there we go. We got two albums to look forward to. And I would say this, um, you know, Adele and Bruno, y'all can't do me no wrong. So I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Well, and Adele's been through a lot since the, Ooh. what, the 25 album? Adele got her a black man, y'all. Well, first Adele got married. She had a baby, got married. And so is she 30 now? She's past 30. Okay, so this is from... But I think a lot of the things that she's talking about on the album is so, from her time of being 30. Because okay. remember, it was 19... 21, 21, 25, 25, and that's 30. 30. Okay. So, okay. So, yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, you're right. She was married, had kids. She had one. Okay, had a kid. Uh, she lost some weight. Um, She's 33 good. now. She's 33. Okay. So, she's out here looking good. Oh, look at that, huh? Chris Brown got the same birthday. And, doing, and in doing so, looking good, she got a black man. She do. She got a rich black man. A rich brother. Uh, American. Oh, he's American. He Uh, is. He is LeBron's agent. uh, There you go. He is LeBron's agent. There you go. His name is Rich Paul. Yeah. And so she's been seen sitting on the sidelines with him at uh at the Lakers games a lot. We uh, well now we were Creoles. Pulling researching that info when she told me, I said, "Who who this brother? When she start liking brothers, you know, Adele likes whatever. Whatever's gonna make her happy. I was, I ain't mad. I don't know. I ain't mad. But you know, this album gonna be lit because it's gonna be about it's gonna be about her son. It's gonna be about her divorce. It's gonna be about finding love again, bruh." Like I said, no disappointments. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm definitely looking forward to the Silk Sonic fucking album. It's not that many tracks. Sorry to disappoint you. What you mean? No, we, we talked about this. How many tracks? It shows how many tracks? Man, how many fucking will pre- tracks? Will you pre-save it? How many tracks? It's only nine tracks long. Boy, get the fuck. <laughs> you lying. <laughs> only nine tracks? I knew, I knew you was going to be upset. Bruh. Like I wanted to get your we reaction on the podcast. I, 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 want- I told you, I said this fucking album better be like thirty songs. I know you wanted, yeah, I know. They better, they better be some long ass songs. They better not be no fucking interludes. You can't see how long the songs That's are. One intro, so technically eight songs. Yeah, no, they don't have the name of the tracks released. They yeah. just, they just, of course, only filled it in with the Silk Sonic intro, leave the door open, and escape. And that's two songs already. So so that leaves what? Seven? No. Six. Six more. Yeah, six more tracks. Motherfuckers. Um, Bruno, <laughs> listen here. But you better have, you better have a, a deluxe but I think, version. I think, this, I think this is more of just like an EP. So that's why it's so short. Why it took so fucking long? Fuck all that. You better have a deluxe version coming gonna out. Because it's going to be perfection. I don't give a fuck. You better have a deluxe version coming out. There better be nine more bonus fucking tracks or something. I'm not playing with your ass. I know one thing. The Grammys better not fuck this up. Because we, we, we already know 
this Bruno, this, this, this Bruno <laughs> Anderson Pack album, this Night with Silk, Silk Sonic album, and Adele album, you already know they're gonna be Grammy Grammy worthy. The Grammys better not fuck that up. We're gonna see. Come um December, January. We're gonna see. All I know is Bruno, you fucked up for that, bro. You could at least give us 10. Yeah, I, I had I had to wait till the podcast to let you know. Cause I've been knowing for the last couple of days. You raggedy motherfucker. But I had to, I had to get your like genuine reaction Bruh, on the podcast. It's bullshit. <laughs> Cause we sat here and talked. I said, like, yeah, baby, that thing gotta be, it gotta be at least like 15, 16 tracks. That shit gotta be that deep for them to take this long. It's nine tracks nine with an intro. Fucking tracks. With an intro. With an intro. So only eight songs. Stink asshole. <laughs> You and Adele, you stink motherfuckers. How many tracks Adele got? Adele got 15, 12. I'm sorry. She got 12. You got a whole nine, including the intro? Yep. Whatever, man. Your soul hurt, huh? <laughs> it's bullshit. It's all good, though. Oh, man. Your soul hurt. It's all good. I'm not tripping. I know you was looking for like 30-some tracks. <sighs> anyway, y'all. I'm sorry. Well, look. It's that time. Um, <laughs> That's the note you're going to end on. <laughs> you best be Bruno so you don't want to talk more. Yeah. It's that time, you guys. <laughs> uh, once again, we do thank y'all for tuning in listening to uh, another episode of All But Yeah. And like I said, we will... Once more, try our best to keep, um, you know, keep this thing going. Um, we still try to figure out our schedule. Right. But if you would like to donate, you can um, donate at Cash App, uh, Money Sign, Creole. You don't know the I thought I told you. Creole. No, you set it up, so. I know it's Creole dot. It's either Creole underscore and underscore retro. Hold on. Is it the same as the... I want to say it's the same as the Instagram. Oh, and we changed the Instagram to All But Yeah. Right. So maybe we need to ca- change the Cash App to All But Yeah, too. Just to make it simpler. Probably so. We need to work on that. We need to work on that. Yeah, we'll probably do that now. Well, hold on for the Cash App stuff. We'll have it for you next time. But um, I say I do want to thank everyone for tuning in, all our listeners. Um, you said what? you had an announcement. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, since we have different work schedules and whatnot, and, you know, All But Yet is a group effort, you know, we do have our own individual talents. And Creole, who I've been on ass grilling, trying to get her to do her thing, is finally going to start. I figure we're we're a year into this, so. Yeah, so she's finally going to start her own little side podcast and I'm gonna let you explain. It's gonna be short. It's not gonna it's not gonna be lengthy. It's not gonna be hour long podcast unless I'm like really into the topic. But um yeah we're gonna finally well I'm gonna finally launch uh in the mix with Vix. Hey. hey so yeah retro has been after me to do in the mix with Vix and it's gonna be a music. It's gonna be a music. She's gonna talk about music, probably entertainment, and fashion, and fashion, but um, and culture, and just culture, and what you mean? It's kind of it's kind of this podcast, but I'm as you know when we get into certain topics, I'm she's very in depth. With I'm it. very in depth. I'm and very much. Um, I very much enjoy. 
um, breaking down lyrics and right. um, <laughs> the makeup of an album and history and well, different well, things like that. So right, and she gets mad because she was she will explain some of this stuff on the show, and I don't say nothing because I'm like, well, that's not my lane. She's no, she's good at this. I be trying this, to educate you, and I be. I understand. I I do be educated, but it's like I still can't comment on it because. This is your lane. Yeah. So, so just give her that outlet to sit here and to do what she does, to geek out, to... Um, and it will, it will probably be, it, like I said, it probably won't be lengthy. It'll probably be like quickie topics. But the goal, because now with my new schedule, I'm off um, during the weekend. I'm no longer off on weekends. That um, hopefully these will be good. I don't want to call them like filler episodes because it, no, it's it, not filler. I don't want to. I don't want to make it sound like we're. I'm just gonna throw content. some. I'm just throwing out some bullshit to fill time. But it's so you good guys, content. so you guys will have something to listen to while you know until the next all but yeah episode. Exactly. So we can keep you up to date. So you can have a little more consistency. So. I'll be home by myself. We, I mean, it'll, it'll be me and Pablo. So you'll probably hear him walking <laughs> like he is now. Um, but other than that, it'll just, it'll be me. It'll be me home alone, quiet house. And we'll, we'll have a discussion about, you know, the makeup of certain albums and um, influence and uh, fa- fashion or entertainment or film, or just, uh, I might focus on an artist in general for, for an episode, but you know, like I said, they'll probably be about 30 ish, 45 minutes at max. And, you know, and hopefully that'll be every other week to every week. All right. All right. So, y'all make sure y'all be on the lookout for In the Mix with Vix, your host, Creole Vixen. Ow. But, um, yeah, in case you didn't know, that was the, my whole title. Yeah. <laughs> it was Creole Vixen. Well, so we, that's why it's in the mix with Vix. Right. So, but we're going to work on all that to get that squared away. But other than that, is there anything else I assist you with? Um, no, we'll um, tackle the rest of the list next time. Okay. So, you guys, once more, thank you for tuning in. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We thank y'all for, like I say, sticking with us. Um, I hope y'all look forward to being in the mix with the Vix. And, you know, I'm. You know, you never know. I mean, I might, I might come up with something too. You know? Yeah, and so, hopefully, and hopefully we can, hopefully we can get some consistency. We can get some guests back on. Right now, we right, right now we really want to get guests back on, but right now we have to figure out when we're gonna do the show. Period. Right. Because to be able we don't, to get guests. we don't have a set date anymore to where we can tell people to be like, oh yeah, you know, we'll record every Wednesday right. or whatever like that. So it's it's really but tough we're, because we're because we're, we're kind of at this point is like, oh yeah, I think we have time tomorrow. Maybe we can help and throw together an episode. So right. um, <laughs> because even this episode, I. Korea was off, but I got work, so. And you didn't get off till like 3 a.m. Yeah, last so. Night, I mean, this morning, so. But I did good. I didn't fall asleep, so. No, you didn't. Um, But like I said, <laughs> you guys, um, we do appreciate y'all. We do love y'all. We thank y'all and just bear with us. And like I said, um, we do have more stuff coming to you guys um, throughout the remainder of the year. So please support us. Show your love. Show your concern. And until next time, we go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.
Yeah.